0: You're listening to the Inspired Legacy Podcast on the Edify Podcast Network. This is episode 64. Put God first. Hey guys, it's Mark, your host and founder of the Inspired Legacy. As always, this is the show that equips and inspires you to leave a godly legacy. Before we get started, take two minutes and click the link in today's show notes to leave an Apple Podcast rating and review for the show. And in the show notes, you're also going to find a link to subscribe to my weekly devotional called Inspired Inbox. It's geared to equip you to lead yourself and your family with passion and purpose. Okay, today is a continuation of last week when I talked about marks of maturity. So if you haven't listened to that episode, that's episode 63, hit pause right now, go back and listen to that and get caught up because guys, this is an important topic. Like I said last week, when I turn on the news, scroll through Facebook, even interact with some, not all, but some of our young people today. The apparent lack of spiritual maturity is, I guess I'll use the word concerning. And I say that because I think when we look at so many of the problems in our world today, if more people possessed a deeper level of maturity, I don't think we'd be living in such uh, an outrage culture that we see right now. We wouldn't be seeing 50% or more of all marriages ending in divorce. And I think that the church the church body as a whole would be better off because so many wouldn't be consumed with wealth and self. So before I get to the rest of my list today, I want to quickly recap what I covered last week. And again, if you have not listened to the last episode, do that because I unpack each one of these in more detail, but uh, quickly recapping uh, the first three points one, a mature person is unshaken by compliments or criticism because a mature person is only concerned with what God thinks of them, not what the world thinks. Point two, a mature person keeps long-term commitments like paying off debt, staying committed to life goals that we've set for ourselves and goals that align with God's plan for our life, or honoring the ultimate commitment of marriage. And point three, A mature person is humble. That doesn't mean we think less of ourselves, only that we think of ourselves less. And we live this out by serving others just as Christ did. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's app. So continuing our theme, and again, this is not an exhaustive list, but here are a few more traits of what you could consider to be marks of maturity. And the first one, number four, again, continuing from last week. Point four, a mature person seeks wise counsel. Everyone knows uh, uh, that guy who can't be told anything because he already knows everything. (laughs) Uh, Somebody who thinks he has all the right answers. But I think a true sign of spiritual maturity is knowing that you don't know all that you need to know. You don't have all the answers and you aren't afraid to ask for help. But guys, that's only half of the equation. A mature person knows not to just ask anyone. They seek out someone who they trust, someone who will tell them what they need to hear, not just what they want to hear. So don't turn to just anyone for wise counsel. Turn to those who have uh, meaningful experience with what you're dealing with, right? Turn to friends you trust, or better yet, turn to God. So remember, a mature person seeks wise counsel, because the wise always seek more wisdom. Point five, a mature person is grateful. If you guys have kids, you know that when they're young, they, they presume that they deserve everything, right? And they, they should be able to have anything that they want. Uh, Hopefully Hopefully this goes without saying, but one of the goals of a good parent is to help our kids move beyond that mentality, to help them see the big picture and realize how good they have it when, it's, when they compare their life to most of the rest of the world, right? But more importantly, to help them understand that humans are born with an inherent need to feel fulfilled and that the only source of true lasting fulfillment is the joy and hope found in the Lord. Now, those are really big concepts for kids to grasp, especially young kids. So until they mature in their faith and get a little older, we can help them in the meantime by influencing their language and their attitude. For example, instead of them saying, I want something, teach them to say, I have something. Right? It's just a subtle shift in attitude that can make a really big difference. Instead of feeling unhappy about what they don't have, have them make a list of all that they do have and then help them give thanks for those things. Help them develop a a quote-unquote attitude of gratitude, right? But understand this, guys. This does not happen overnight. This shift does not happen overnight. In fact, it's probably something that you're going to have to continually instill into them probably until they leave the house. (laughs) But when it comes to their long-term mental health, especially as they uh, enter into adulthood, guys, it's so worth it. The time that you will invest into helping them um, grasp these concepts, so worth it. And you know, understand that I've been using children to help illustrate this point, but I don't think for a second that this does not apply to us adults too. I know plenty of adults that need to hear this point more than Some of the kids I know. So hear me when I say it's never too late to start practicing these things and applying them to your own life. And I don't think anybody ever reaches a level of maturity that we don't need to periodically check ourselves, right? When it comes to how we are expressing gratitude, either towards other people or towards God. So remember, feeling ungrateful no matter how old you are, it's like a prison, basically, Right, you feel like you're held captive by feelings of enough is never enough, which we see so much of today. Right, whether it's how much money we have, how new our car is, um, the size of our house, uh, how much sex we have, uh, the clothes we wear—you could just keep going down the list. Right, a mature person is grateful for what they have, who they have in their life, what others do for them and most importantly what god has done for them and a mature person thanks god for all of that every single day my last point and again guys this has not been an exhaustive list but this last point is um it's key at least it has been um in my life and so i'll i'll explain what i mean by that a mature person does not make decisions based on feelings. So, okay, let me unpack this. Mature people, mature people live by values, by character and godly principles. A mature person doesn't make a decision based on how they feel in that moment. Now that doesn't mean our feelings aren't useful at times, but we have to understand that our feelings are fluid and fleeting and that we just we cannot rely on them 100% of the time. And so like I said this is um this is personal to me in the fact that like so many during covid during 2020 uh, that time had us all cooped up at home, right? And for a long time um at least for me it became I should say over time as we kind of lived through 2020. And into this year to an extent, but it, over time, it became an, a convenient excuse to not be as active as I had been in the past. And so uh, I packed on some weight, some serious weight, probably about 20 pounds. And I don't have to look in the mirror to know that I need to get my butt to the gym. But <laughs> I make the decision to not go based on how I feel. And unfortunately, uh, I pretty much never feel like going. But I know I need to, which is frustrating. I'm denying myself what I know needs to happen based on how I feel. And then when I go back and I read passages like James 4.17, it reads like a punch in the gut. James 4.17 says, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you guys relate to that. Maybe you don't. That's just one example. I'm sure I could keep going. The point is, the point I'm trying to make is we've got to get to a level of maturity that our character, our values, and what God has planned for us, that those things outweigh whatever emotion is holding us back. The plans God has for us, for you, are way bigger than we can imagine but it requires us to move beyond our feelings. So there you go, fellas. Between this and last episode, those are six points in total that I consider to be undeniable marks of maturity. And like I said earlier, I certainly don't have them all mastered, uh, but I hope that you guys will consider them and weigh them against how you are living your life as well as how you're leading your children's lives, which leads me... To my gut checkpoint as I close this one out, knowing what you now know are marks of maturity, how are you going to set an example of maturity for your children? Guys, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's conversation, share it with a friend and subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes like the one you heard today. And be sure to check today's show notes for all the ways you can stay plugged into the Inspired Legacy, including my free download called Nine Ways to Be a Better Dad. You can sign up for my free weekly devotional called Inspired Inbox. And you can join the private Facebook group, a community of other like-minded men looking to become the best husbands and fathers they can be. So get plugged in. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and help more guys find the show because we need more men battling together for the sake of the next generation. Until next time, live inspired.